I've never been without. I mean, I was without a home, but I was always sheltered. It was in my car sometimes, but I was always sheltered. But I was safe. So, praise God. In your own life, like, what what characteristics do you think God has been building in you or refining, strengthening, revealing, or expressing in and through you through a, the process of suffering and things that you've experienced? Like, what? Because we read in Romans that, you know, pers- perseverance produces character, and we're talking about hope. So, yeah, that's kind of a more personal question, but. I have learned a much deeper compassion. Um, I've always, God's always given me compassion, but I have a deeper, like such a deep compassion. Like he's given me discernment with that through my suffering. Um, How to love people more. I've even learned to love my enemies, which is hard for me because I have this, Detroit Lebanese warrior in me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if people understand Detroit people mixed with the Lebanese, <laughs> we be, we're warriors. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm learning to take that flesh warrior and turn it into God warrior. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know we we've learned a lot of street fighting and a lot of. So I've had to learn how to transform a lot of that um, because I'm very bold mm-hmm. and I'm very witty. <laughs> Yeah. And um, so God's turning through my suffering, how to become more like Christ and not more like Christ mixed with Sonny. Yeah. Because <laughs> Sonny's, Sonny's got issues. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. And I got, sure. I, I've got stinking thinking and yeah. I've got junk in my trunk that I've yeah. got. <laughs> and, you know, and yeah. I've got some sin I've got to still release. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm loud and <laughs> my boldness can be... Um, a gift and it can be a curse. Yeah. So in the name of Jesus, I don't like that curse. But um, he's taught me also to be more of a voice for people, to, mm-hmm. of a protection, and to speak out for people, speak out for the hurting, speak out for the uh, the addicts, speak out for people that are suffering, and to protect them. It's also taught me to not be afraid to speak into people, even if they're not going to receive it. I let God take the seed and grow it because it's all about him anyway. It's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. Yeah. And I don't know if it's in Second Samuel or might be in Samuel, but scripture says that, you know, um, the word of God isn't just going to fall away. It's not going hit to the, hit the ground unused. Yes. You know. And God's word never turns void. Mm-hmm. It's never going to. So if they don't receive it, I'm okay with it. Before, I would feel rejected because I struggled with rejection for years. Mm-hmm. But God, it through my suffering, has taught me I'm not rejected. I'm redirected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm now redirected. God's pulling me from something. And so now he's given me courage through my suffering. Because, again, it's all about him to speak into people more boldly and more freer and not be afraid. Um, he's also taught me um, how to fight the spiritual realm with Scripture and how to fight um, the punk that likes to come at us, you know? <laughs> I, yeah. I call him the punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big, bad punk. And um, 
It's also taught me to see people more like Christ. I still struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real. I still have a struggle with people that keep coming at me and don't want to stop throwing darts at me. But I'm still learning um, how to forgive each dart. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes wearing, and I can get, I can still get ugly, and I'm mm-hmm. working on that. Um, so there's some issues I still got to work on with that because that comes from that warrior, from being homeless, from being abused, from being on the streets Yeah, in my past because I've always had to protect myself. And I've always had this, you ain't going to mess with me, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I'm a protector for others, but I'm a protector of myself. Um, and I've never had protection as a child. So, and, um, but also through suffering that God is the healer. I mean, God is the ultimate healer. He heals in different ways though. Like, um, even though I've been healed completely from what just happened to me recently, but from strokes and brain tumors, I've had cancer. Wow. Um, I just, what just happened to me, this aortic dissection and, a tear on my heart and everything. I should be, should not be here statistically. I'm still suffering though in mm-hmm. my flesh, but I still lean into God with that suffering because I see that he is so powerful and so healing. And I learn to speak that I am healed in Jesus name. And, and I can speak that to other people. Yeah. That's amazing. A walking miracle. I am a walking several miracle. Several times over, really. Several times over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially when I was homeless, because being homeless and being divorced, you get very judged, you know, and, and you have to, and that kind of suffering too. The one thing I've learned is when people go through that kind of suffering and then you get judged, you're placing more suffering on what they're already suffering. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand that. Why would you want to pour more suffering on the suffering? And then you're responsible for that. So even every word that you speak into someone, you're responsible for what they retain. And do you want to have that image? Wow. Do you want to be in their mind and taking up rent in their brain because of what you spoke to them? Or do you want to be the person that they're going to go, yeah, Alicia said, I'm incredible, I'm awesome, I'm a child of God, or the something that they're already suffering, and then you pour. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've talked to students like that. Like, every word you say to that other student, they're going to remember you. Yeah. Do you want to always be in their memory for positive or negative? And that's how Christians. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So in our suffering, we should not pour other suffering on people. <laughs> We're pretty good at that, aren't we? We knock each other down when we should be pulling each other up. Yeah, that's true. And Christianity is not a competition. Clarify on that a little more, like go deeper on that. I see um, a lot of competition where it almost becomes like, look what I'm doing. Look at, um, I got chosen for this. I am on the stage for this, I get to do this. Um, just a lot of of the competition of what people get to do mm-hmm. and what people aren't capable of doing instead of seeing it as, wait, I'm doing it because I'm supposed to be glorifying God, not glorifying myself. 
there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of the, um, uh, I just see a lot of, uh, I'm going to be real, the backbiting and the fighting and the political end. Like if this person has more status or if this person has more to offer, if they have, they fit the box of a certain criteria, they're going to be chosen above someone that don't fit a certain box. Mm. See what I'm saying? Like if a homeless person walks in the door, but they can play 10 instruments, are they going to be chosen or is it going to be, see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I also see the, a, a lot of competition um, that's happened to me where there's always this competing realm. I don't want to compete with nobody. And um, we got to be careful with that because it's all for the glory of God. So, yeah, it is. And, the, and that kind of brings it back to the having eyes of Christ as well. I'm kind of just looking through Proverbs really, really quickly. Um, and there's so much in, in Proverbs that, that speaks to healing words and the power of words. Like you said that we, we shouldn't use words, um, in fleshly eyes, um, to reject the suffering. Yes. The people who are already suffering, um, I just want to read through um, Proverbs. This is Proverbs four, twenty through twenty seven, and this is from the the Passion Translation. So um, this will be a little different. But listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you, and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignoring life's distractions. Watch where you're going, stick to the path of truth, and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the, de the detour that leads to darkness. And I think that scripture, as we know, is, you know, um, the, well, the wellspring of life, you know, talking about like deep within the heart, you know, when we open our mouth and speak and... Um, some nastiness can come out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. I love that one verse about the sweet morsels. And yesterday I was at a prayer meeting called Soaking at a church. And it was so beautiful. And just God had me to give a word to someone about how everything that comes from her mouth is always sweet morsels. And it just, wow. it rejuvenated her. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to see someone and speak life into them. And remind her, and it was a reminder of that, you know, she has a gift like that. But the one thing that when you were reading that, that reminded me was the wellspring of life, though. And um, Pastor Pete um, Valdez, he's at Jesus Lord Ministry. He is such a powerful spiritual daddy to me. And he looked right at me today and he said, um, Sonny, you will live a long life. Look what you've come through. And he said, continue continue to live in forgiveness, 
and keep loving with the passion you love with and you'll live longer. So I think what he what he was saying to me wow. was if we live and walk in forgiveness at all times and walk in pure love, that does extend our life too. That is another wellspring of life. So when you were reading that, I was thinking of what Pastor Pete was telling me today. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, and, and, and living longer, living longer in terms of years and time, that's always something good. Um, and another, you know, I'm thinking of like blessing and prosperity that can even just look at like better quality of life too, that you'll be living yes. too, you know, and, um, I'm kind of jumping around here, but Proverbs 11, um, 25 says those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Um, it's just really good. It's so true. <laughs> it is yeah. so immensely true. Um, when you walk in love and giving, you will reap a double portion. Um, you reap a double portion anyway when you live with the Lord. Whenever the enemy steals anything from you, you will always reap a double portion but you have to speak it and confess it. But like, even when I was homeless, I was never without ever. But I believe that because God had used wise, beautiful people to speak life into me on how to make sure that doesn't happen. And that's through giving and the way how to give, mm-hmm. you know, th- through God and how God calls us to give. And you, and it's so true. I've never been without Mm-hmm. I mean, I was without a home, but I was always sheltered. It was yeah. in my car sometimes, but I was yeah. always sheltered. Yeah. But I was safe. Mm-hmm. So praise God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not suffering f- from food, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I my, wouldn't say obviously. <laughs> the fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> you always say that, but I never think that. <laughs> it's just fun to say. Yeah. yeah. Um and before we before we end this segment too, is there anything else you wanted to speak to um, in terms of living like Christ through suffering? Living like Christ through suffering, the key is is get in your mindset to never blame God, but to go to God even when you're upset and you're angry and you just want to yell. He's okay; he'll take it because he says, "I'll take your burden." He calls us to put the burden on him. He'll carry our burden. But go to him and whatever you've got to do. He already knows what you're thinking anyway, but he wants to hear it because he's a jealous God. He loves communion with us. He wants us to go to him like our daddy, our Abba Father, um, because he is the father to the fatherless. Even if we have a living father, we need him sometimes as that daddy to go to. Keep chasing him and go to him and find true godly people that will invest in you and love on you and walk this life journey with you in your suffering in the no judgment zone also and will speak life into you and truth into you that will not take you away from the cross if you hear anything that does not lead you to the cross it's not from god so you never want to take in anything that doesn't line up to scripture 
or doesn't line up to God. So there are people out there, and you pray for that. You pray for those that God can bring in your life during your suffering, that you just keep chasing God and you keep finding those godly people to to love on you and keep bringing you back to the cross. Because in your suffering, you've got to find that perseverance. And then when you find that perseverance, you'll build character. But you also build character through these others that have walked it, have walked the walk because they have wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we can get that wisdom through them too. And we learn. So... Yeah, it's good. That's so true. Yeah. And that's the human condition that mm-hmm. they're suffering in this lifetime too. And um because there is evil in this world like you said, and uh the enemy prowls around like a lion mm-hmm. waiting to devour us. So, yes. That's good. Always be ready and know scripture because it says that the scripture is the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So picture yourself like a warrior picking up a sword and slashing the enemy, like mm-hmm. chopping them down. And, you know, like talk out scripture. And that's your, and you know, that's the sword. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to do too, is know God's yeah. word and yeah. his promises. And the belt of truth. Yeah, just oh, the, yes. the armor of God. Put and the just, full Ephesians yeah. 6. Yeah. Get dressed every morning with the Ephesians 6 and say, Satan, I'm awake, so look out. Because <laughs> when, yeah. when my foot hits the ground, I'm stomping on your ugly head. <laughs> And, you know, you got to take authority. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Take authority. Put on Ephesians 6 every day. And and that's really good. And that's just really good to think about because I think there's a point when, you know, we don't want to enable unhelpful thinking while someone's suffering. And we don't want to be insensitive like, you had Job and his friends and they didn't speak. It was the Jewish custom that you don't speak until that person's suffering speaks first. And then after that, they all had a lot to say, right? Um, but <laughs> we do too. We do that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, just following the promptings of the Holy Spirit because we don't want to enable this passive suffering where it's like, well, this is happening to me and I'm powerless and helpless. There are times when when you are about the situation or something that's happening, you know, and your child's in the hospital or something happened, mm-hmm. you know, um, you lost your spouse or any of these things um, that are out of your control, but you're not powerless because that's that's the time when you have to put on the full armor of, of God um, because there's going to be a, a battle like in your mind or in your heart or everywhere you go or people are going to be like, aren't you mad at God? Don't you think? Right. And so. Um, actually to, to walk around in our suffering with the authority of Christ and, and that hope, that living hope that is Jesus. Um, Amen. I've had people say to me because um, I've had children that were all medically challenged with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, two of my children, it's the, they're the only two in the whole United States with this disease that they have been afflicted with. And I have a Turner syndrome daughter, a, a child with Asperger's and, and they would be like, well, where's your God now? Oh, he's still with me. And they will rise above, but you got to speak it. You know what I mean? And the one, someday I want to share my whole testimony because it is so powerful about the love of God. But it takes a long time because there's so much. Yeah, yeah. But all my children and what they have gone through. and But to see the power of God in that. And then what God has allowed me to go through. And some people call me the 
the female Job. I don't see that, but I think he suffered way more. But I have been through some of what Job has where friends have turned on me or have, you know, laughed in my face. But that's okay because God promises if you lose one friend, he's going to give you double portion. So I claim that. I'm like, okay, fine, because I'm going to get two more. (laughs) And I do every time. So (laughs) I like I claim those scriptures like bring them home because (laughs) I always like live on scripture. There are blessings in the suffering. Yes. And it's very difficult, but but to keep your eyes fixed on Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do in the yes. suffering. But if we don't, we get lost. Yes. And we don't know what true north is anymore. And we're always going to be attacked. That's just the life. It says life is not fair. And you've got to get that in your head. It's mm-hmm. never going to be fair. We've got to constantly be ready and equipped with Ephesians 6. We have, we have to be ready because there's always war. The more you love the Lord anyway and the more you serve and the more you go out there, the war gets, you know, bigger. Yeah. So get ready to fight. Yeah. <laughs> like Joyce Meyer says, when you say I will, you better be ready to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so good. That's so good. And it really is throughout a lifetime. So this isn't just, Yeah. One weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, character building and suffering throughout a lifetime. Yeah. But it all, as long as we try to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, like that'll, when we point to, to Jesus and the cross, like that glorifies God. That's so Amen. good. Cause, cause in God, like we're weak, but we're made strong mm-hmm. each and every day when it's hard to get up out of bed because of X, Y, Z that we're suffering. It's like, all right, Lord, I'm calling upon you and I need you and I need the word, your daily, the daily bread. And yeah, I need you in the suffering. 